I know I'm supposed to be building my email list with a podcast, but how does that actually work? What are the steps that I need to take to make this happen? These are questions I get asked all the time. And actually, I'm gonna link to an episode I want you to go listen to first, if you have not listened to it already, okay? I have an episode all about how to build an email list with a podcast. And I'm gonna link to it in the show notes. And I think it's super important that you understand the basic mechanics of what you need to do to build your email list but we're gonna talk about ways to distribute your lead magnet, your free resource, whatever you're giving away, or maybe it's the very top of your funnel. We're gonna talk about how to talk about that in your podcast today. So let's get right to it. Welcome to The Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of podcasting, think of this show as the time-saving shortcut you've been looking for. So let's get right to it, shall we? Okay, I know this is something y'all been wanting me to talk about for a while. It has been on my content calendar for a long time, because I still get questions about list building. How do I build my email list? Why do I need an email list? What is the point of this? How do I even get started? Like I see this all the time. So like I told you in the beginning, there is a podcast episode I've already done that breaks down what building your email list with a podcast actually looks like. So go listen to, it's episode 115. It's gonna be linked in the show notes. So don't worry if you wanna just listen to everything we're gonna share here today and go listen to that. That's cool. But if you don't understand the mechanics already of why you need an email list, how to make it work, I want you to go listen to that episode first because everything that I'm gonna share with you today will make a lot more sense. So today's show notes are crystalprofit.com slash episode 227. But now we're gonna dive into lead magnet distribution. So first, foremost, what is an actual lead magnet, right? I told you in the beginning, this could be your free resource, this could be the top of your funnel, this could be a way that you take your audience, right, your podcast listeners, and you start engaging with them in some way. This is your call to action that actually gets them on your email list. Now, there's this, like, there's so many different ways that you can do that. So I don't wanna just say, okay, what I'm sharing here with you today is the only way that you can do it, but this is what I've done to grow my email list. So I wanted to share what I've done, what's worked, and then I want to challenge you to try a few things out before you settle on the best approach for you. Because what has worked for me in the past, for me and my audience, may not apply to you. Or maybe you're just like, well, Crystal, you know, email marketing just isn't the route that I wanna go. I'm gonna challenge you on that. Okay, first, let, let's just say that's not even an option for you to say, eh, that's probably gonna work for me because I can tell you, I get so much of my business, so much of my clients, so many 
incredible emails from you. Like, you know, if you're on my email list, you know, if I am popping in your inbox every single Friday and you're reading the emails there, maybe that's how you listen to this podcast. Like you forget about it until the Friday email comes out and you see it in the PS strategy and you're just like, oh yeah, I want to go listen to that episode. You click on it, you go listen to it. And like everybody is hunky dory, right? This is my email marketing strategy. I don't inundate you with tons of like promotions and sales all the time. It's just not what I'm about. I don't open emails. <laughs> like, I'll be really honest with y'all. I have an inbox problem. I had my project manager when she first came on last year. I told her, I was like, look, my email box is a mess. Like, I need your help. And I felt very almost like vulnerable telling her that because I'm like, I'm a grown woman. I should be able to manage my inbox. But over the years, I have subscribed to so many different email lists to see what other people are doing. This is what I've done. Maybe you're doing this too. If you're brand new to online marketing, maybe you've never had an online business, or you're just trying to see what other people are doing to get ideas. I am a part of so many email lists. Like I need to actually go and unsubscribe from all of these, but I just haven't made it happen. But I hope that my emails come to you and you're excited to read them because that is my goal. I don't wanna open up promotional emails that I just know, God, they're just gonna try to sell me something again. They're gonna try to get me to sign up for their program. All they wanna do is say, this is my latest product. Come, it's on sale. Come buy it, come buy it. No, I don't wanna do that. So my email marketing strategy is all about sharing stories. Actually, the behind the scenes that I share in my email are some of the most intimate things that I don't even share on social media, on the podcast, or on YouTube. I like keep those stories sacred so I can share them to the people on my email list because y'all are special. Y'all are super special to me, and I'm so grateful that you hang out with me every single week. So I kind of got off on a tangent on why the people on my email list are so special to me, but I wanted to show you that it's not just about getting tens of thousands of people on your email list. That's not the end goal. The end goal is to have a relationship with the people that are in your audience. So whether you have a business or you're looking to grow a business through your podcast and you want to get people to sign up on your email list, you got to have a why. Why? Why do you want 10,000 people on your email list? Why do you want 200 people on your email list? You have to know this first. And for me, my why is I want to hear from you. I want to know, am I doing a good job? Are we on the right track with the content that we're creating? Or what do you need help with? Y'all, I get so many fantastic podcast ideas from the emails that I get, from the DMs that I receive from people. And like, they don't go unnoticed. They don't go unread. Like if you've sent me an email, I do my best to get back to you as quickly as humanly possible because you matter to me. You are super important to me. Okay, so enough of that. I'm gonna get like all, all emotional thinking about all the people that have taken the time to be on my email list. But if you are, I'm so grateful. And if you aren't, don't worry, we're gonna tell you ways that you can get on my email list, start receiving our weekly emails. So first and foremost, what is a lead magnet, right? This is what we talked about at the beginning. What is that? This is your free resource. Maybe you have a free training. I know um, I've done, oh gosh, y'all, I've literally done every single imaginable 
lead magnet you can think of. I've done a free video where like it's behind, it's a YouTube video that's private, but it's on a page and you have to opt into it. I've done a quiz. I've done PDF downloads. I've done mini courses. I've, I've done them all, free masterclasses. And I can't tell you that one is specifically better than any of the other ones. These are just the different things that I've tried over the years. But if you're gonna have a lead magnet that you wanna distribute on your podcast, there are a few fun ways to do this. So first, you have to start with a URL, okay? You have to have a URL. That means where are you going to send people to grab your lead magnet? Now, I also want you to remember that most people, this is my audience, okay? So this, your audience may be totally different, but most people are busy whenever they're listening to a podcast. Maybe they're driving, maybe they're working out, maybe they're walking the dog. So you can't always just assume that mentioning your lead magnet one time in one episode is going to give you a big return, okay? I'm gonna encourage you to share your lead magnet multiple times, but I will tell you, whenever I have a lead magnet that has a very pretty URL, it has one that's very easy to remember, people will be more likely to go download it, to go grab it, to go opt in, than they are if you give them, okay, you're gonna type in bit.ly dot slash 74GX capital B, like all the things, like, you, no, 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 no. That's, that's not what these like uh, URL shorteners were created for. You wanna have something memorable and you want it to be easy, easy to read. And you actually need to do this before you get started before you get started, because this becomes so important in future steps that we're gonna talk about, and I always recommend creating those short, pretty links. So if you're a WordPress user, which I know some of y'all are, not everybody, but, and I can't like talk to all of the other platforms out there, the website builders, but I know in WordPress and in Kajabi, it's very easy to go in and change the URL for whatever pages that you wanna send them to. I'm sure it's like this for, uh, for Wix or Squarespace, but these are the ones that I can attest to. And the one that comes to mind that I use for WordPress is Pretty Links, okay? So even if I, let's say I had a lead magnet landing page that I created in my email service provider. If you don't know what an email service provider is, I talk about that in episode 115 that I talked about earlier about how to grow your email list, but I use ConvertKit. Whenever I started, I used MailChimp. And with that, if you don't have a website, but you have an email service provider, you can still create these short links using something like Bitly. This is another tool that I used for a long time. I, I shouldn't have mentioned that earlier when I was talking about ugly URL because you can usually like go in and change your Bitly to whatever you want it to be. But you have to think about this before. And so with WordPress, I use Pretty Links. That's what it's called. It's a plugin. I use this for my affiliate links. So if you hear me talk about Buzzsprout, right? I'm an affiliate for Buzzsprout. Y'all know this. If you've listened to this podcast, you know it. And I'll tell you, go to crystalprofit.com slash buzzsprout to learn more. And anytime I list that, because it's an affiliate link, I always like have a disclaimer, like, hey, by the way, I'm an affiliate for Buzzsprout. 
and then I will share that link with them, but it's very pretty. So if you had, let's go back to the landing page in your email service provider, because maybe you don't have a website, you could use Bitly, like take your ConvertKit landing page link, put it in a Bitly and make it pretty, make it pretty, make it something that's easy for your listeners to remember. It makes the call to action easier and it makes it easier for you to say. Like, I don't think people talk enough about how important that is for you to have the different lead magnets. If you're gonna have a few of them, you need to be able to say them very easily. That's like I, any kind of affiliates that I work with, I try to use the name of it. I'll do crystalprofit.com slash buzzsprout, crystalprofit.com slash convertkit, crystalprofit.com slash streamyard. Like all of these are different affiliates that I'm a part of and I use pretty links to make them pretty. Literally, that's what they are. So this is step number one. You have to start with a URL that you're going to share on your podcast, okay? Number two, where are you going to promote this URL? And you're like, well, Crystal, we're talking about the podcast. Well, duh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share it on the podcast. Okay, hang on, hang on, because this is actually really important because within a podcast, there are multiple places that you can share it, okay? This is where you have a ton of options. So the first one is you could say the link that you wanna share in your podcast as a call to action. So my recommendation would be you wanna lead with, who it's for, right? Like maybe you have a pain point. Like let's say it's a meal planning guide, okay? Like this is, I'm totally making this up right now, but it was a meal planning guide for someone who is a busy mom, because I can relate to that, right? It's a busy mom who wants to have all of their meals planned and it includes shopping and all the things that they need to do for a week's worth of dinners, okay? This is totally off the top of my head, but it sounds good. I'm like, ooh, that sounds good. So if you have this, let me know. I'm always interested in meal planning options with a family. So if this was my lead magnet, and I wanted to tell my listeners, I would say, hey, are you a busy mom that is looking for an easy way to get dinner on the table in less time while sticking to your budget and having easy meals that your family will eat? Okay, first of all, I'm gonna be like, yes, absolutely. Like, this is me. I have my hand raised, okay? And then you wanna tell them why this is important, okay? So maybe I could say, I have the perfect solution for you. I have this free PDF guide that's going to save you time. It's gonna save you money. It's gonna save your sanity. And it's going to be very easy on your budget whenever you are trying to meal plan for your family. Now, if I just left it at that, I would have no idea how to grab this freebie, right? So it's one thing to talk about this incredible lead magnet that you have, but you have to tell people where to go. Well, how do I get this? Like, this sounds perfect for me. And I see a lot of podcasters doing this. I see a lot of business owners doing this. They'll talk about, they have this incredible solution. I have this perfect tool for you. I have this great resource. And then I'm like, yeah, but where do I go? You didn't tell, like you, you only gave me half the half the thing. I don't, where's the rest of the piece of the puzzle? I need to know where I can go to find this incredible solution because I'm like, you're dangling the carrot in front of me and you won't tell me how to get it. So I'm going to find it somewhere else. We never want to hear that, right? We never want to hear that someone went to someone else to get a solution that 
is probably not as good as yours, but because they knew how to market it and they knew how to talk about it, I'm going to go to them every time because they told me where to go. They told me how to get it. So this is why the URL is so important, okay? This is why we talked about the URL at the very beginning because it is so important to have something easy to say so you don't forget it. It's easy for your listeners to go to and you just know that it's gonna be an easy option for everybody all around, okay? So you're gonna wanna include who it's for, why it's important, and how they can grab it. Okay, that's the first option. The next option is adding it to the episode description so it's gonna be there when they're done with the episode. So this is something that would happen in your podcast hosting site. So speaking of Buzzsprout, if you're a Buzzsprout user, what this looks like is whenever you go to upload an episode, you go in, you upload it, you put the title, and in the description, maybe you write a little blurb about what it's about, what their number one takeaway is. Well, in there, in Buzzsprout, you can put an active URL. Now, granted, it sometimes gets funky in some of the podcast players. I know for a long time that Spotify like didn't read HTML code, so you would put a link in there and it would literally come out like really wonky. I think it's been fixed. <laughs> I don't know for sure. Like, don't quote me on that. But I'm pretty sure on most players that if you put a link in your episode description, it's going to show up. So you can literally tell people, hey, go go like wherever you're listening, go look at the show notes, go look at the episode description. And I have the link to the free resource, to my guide, to the video, to the mini course, whatever your lead magnet is, tell them, this is where you can find it. It's in the episode description. The URL is there. All you gotta do is click it, okay? That's the second option that you have. The third one is, again, I know, I'm so biased. I'm talking to all my Buzzsprout users, but this is what I know, y'all. I stick to what I know. And if you use Buzzsprout, they have a feature called custom brands. And I'm gonna link to a YouTube video that I've recently done that's gonna show you how to set up a custom brand. And I've done this for my Buzzsprout affiliate. I've done this for previous promotions that I've done. I've done this for the toolkit that we have. And so what happens is instead of you just putting the link in the episode description, they will actually put it there for you. And all I have to do now is go and click a button and it's in there and they put the affiliate disclaimer. So if you do have something that's like, oh, I need to disclaim that if someone clicks on this, like if you're an Amazon affiliate, for example, and you mention something in your podcast episode, and you're like, oh, I want them to go buy it on Amazon, and then I'll get a commission. Well, you have to disclaim that. So Buzzsprout has made it easy to where you can upload all of that information, and then they put the disclaimer on there. Like, hey, by the way, this is an affiliate link. I just love, like they think of everything over there. So I do have a YouTube video in the episode show notes for this episode. So again, that's crystalprofit.com slash episode 227. Go there whenever you're done listening to this and you'll find all this information. Okay, so even though it's not an affiliate promo, because you're just like, mm, I don't, I, like this doesn't really apply, you can still use it, okay? I do this all the time for things that aren't even an affiliate promotion because to me, it doesn't really matter. What matters to me is that the link is there, that someone can go and see, like they can actually just go to the episode description and click on it. It's not this like big complicated thing, y'all. Sometimes we make it too complicated. 
We really do. Like everything that I've told you besides the whole WordPress thing, like you really don't even need a website to do this. You could do this with just a Buzzsprout website, an email service provider, and something to make it a short, pretty link. That's all you need. Don't make it so complicated. Okay, so you can do the custom brands with Buzzsprout and it will add it to the episode description, okay? The next thing is you could put the link for the episode webpage in your Buzzsprout episode. So I feel like I'm getting a little techy, but like trying to get all visual here. But if you are in, again, your Buzzsprout portal, you're in the episode, like you uploaded the episode and you go down, there is a kind of like a hidden piece of the puzzle. If you've never seen this, I'm about to blow your mind. Okay, I'm about to blow your mind. But if you go down to the very bottom, there's this option that says see more options. And there, if you click on it, it's where you can add information like who your guest is, which for me, most of the time I put my name because I'm the host, I'm the guest, I'm the person speaking. Unless I have a guest on the show, then I put their name. Then I can put a SEO keyword. I can put a very specific episode web page. This is where you can put your lead magnet URL. Boom, mic drop. I hope that y'all knew this. I hope, that, I hope I'm not blowing everybody's mind. I hope that you're like, yeah, we knew that, Crystal. But yeah, there is a place for you to put the episode web page. And instead of sending it, like I'm sending y'all to crystalprofit.com slash episode 227. That's the show notes for this episode. But if I wanted to send you to a lead magnet, instead of putting that URL, like my 227 URL, down at the bottom, I could just put my lead magnet and say, hey, wherever you're listening to this, you'll see where it says go to episode webpage, click on that button, especially like I know this works beautifully in Apple Podcast. You go down there and it says episode webpage, you click on that button and it will take them to your lead magnet. It makes your life so much easier, so much easier. Okay, so y'all were, that was just number two. Like, I mean, that was a whole bunch of like where you're gonna promote it. Those are all your options. So let me do a quick recap, okay? So the first thing that we talked about is you have to start with a good URL. It has to be something easy for you to say, for your listeners to remember. The second is, where are you going to promote it? Those are all the options that we just covered there. I think I covered five or six, and all of these are going to be in the show notes along with some of the Buzzsprout YouTube videos that I've done that shows you how to use custom brands. And then the third thing that I want to talk about is your actual lead magnet delivery. So how are you going to deliver your lead magnet? Because you've got to follow up on what you promise your audience, right? You have to actually make good on what you're saying you're going to deliver to them. So this is where you need an email service provider, okay? This is something very important that you need to have done or you could do a download on your website. I'm not a fan of this simply because you're not really capturing the lead magnet, right? Like, or you're not capturing the lead. You're not getting an opt-in. So if you just send someone to a page, you're like, oh, here's my free resource. Well, you're not actually having them opt-in. So I think it's important to have an email service provider that you keep all these resources. It almost feels like I need to say behind a paywall. It's not a paywall, right? Because no one's paying for it. It's free. It's a lead magnet. But it is something where they have to opt in. They have to give you 
their email address in exchange for the value that you're providing. And I talk about this a lot in episode 115 when we originally talked about how to grow an email list is there has to be some sort of value exchange. And the value is, like if you want to think it in like monetary wise, is the dollar is them giving you their email address. And then the value that you're giving back in return is a really awesome lead magnet. It is a very good resource. It's something of value. Y'all know I'm all about value around here. If you are doing anything and it's not valuable, you are wasting your time. I want everything that you create for your audience to be of value. Otherwise, you're wasting your time, you're wasting their time, and you're wasting my time, okay? Like, and the reason why I say you're wasting my time is because you're listening to this episode and you're not actually gonna go do something valuable with it, okay? Oh, I feel like I'm about to get in a tough love talk and that's not what we're trying to do here today. So it depends on the type of content you're creating and how technical you wanna be on how you decide you wanna deliver your lead magnet. So whenever I first started, I simply just said the URL, they were sent to a landing page on my website, they opted in, and then they got a lead or they got an email with their lead magnet. And then they entered in a welcome sequence. So if you're like, oh, what's a welcome sequence? What are you talking about? Go listen to episode 115. Okay, it's going to show you the basics. So if you're listening to this and you're just like, I feel really lost, I don't know, go listen to that episode. Come back and listen to this one again because these are very important. And these aren't, like if you're just getting started, if you're just like, I just stepped into the online business space. I don't know what a podcast really is. I don't know how to get started. I don't know, like email service provider, what? What are you even talking about? This is an advanced strategy, okay? This may not be something that you implement right away with your podcast, okay? You don't have to do everything in the first three months of your show. And if you do feel that way, if you felt like, I gotta have the perfect website before I can get started. I have to have an email list before I can get started. I need to have a thousand Instagram followers before I get started. And I need to be doing YouTube. I need to be doing Pinterest. Don't forget LinkedIn and Twitter, Calm down, okay? It is not all, okay, like here is a for real, real world example. I was podcasting for a year and a half before I started posting on YouTube. Like true story, okay? And I wanted to, do not get me wrong. I wanted to be everywhere. I wanted to be on YouTube. I wanted to be all of the places because that's what it seemed like everybody else was doing, I thought I'm supposed to be doing all of these things. What am I doing? Why am I just doing one thing? I needed to be doing this and this. And I was stressed out. I stressed myself out because of comparison. That's really what it was. As I was comparing my journey to other people's who had been doing it for a while. So if you are just getting started and you're like, I feel way over, like in over my head, I don't know that I'm ready for this then this may not apply to you. Today's episode may be one that you need to come back, like bookmark it and come back to it whenever you're like, okay, now I'm ready to start building my email list. Now I'm ready to go all in. Because let me tell you, focusing on too many things at one time is a guaranteed way for you to get nowhere. Let me say that again, okay? Focusing on too many things at one time is a guaranteed way for you to get 
nowhere. And that's not what I want for you. You have too much of an important message to share that I don't want you to get caught up and get stuck, okay? This happens so often where I see brand new podcasters burning out and I'm like, man, like what, what's the deal? Like there is a, I ask a lot of questions and I get to the root of the problem and most of it is stress that they think they have to do all of these things all at one time. And it's just like, well, I need to, I need to find a social media manager. I need to find a Facebook ads manager. I can't afford to, to hire a podcast editor because I'm already spending so much on a blog content writer and then someone to produce my videos and do, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, what are you even doing? Why are you doing all this stuff? You've got to get some traction on one platform in one place before you can start focusing on all the other things. Because I get it. I know. It's like shiny object syndrome, right? And you're like, no, it's not really because it's going to help my business. It's going to help me grow. It's going to help me be a better entrepreneur. I'll be able to serve my audience better. Maybe. Maybe you will. Or maybe you're going to focus on the wrong things and quit before you ever get that opportunity to really serve your audience because you're stressed out or you're burned out or it's just not fun anymore. And my goal is to make podcasting fun for you and less stressful so you're excited. You are excited to come back to your microphone. I don't want you looking at your mic. Like if you're looking around right now and you're like, oh, I see that microphone over there. How does your microphone make you feel? Okay, we're like full-blown therapy session now, okay? Look at your microphone or whatever you use to record and say, how did I feel the last time I tried to record? Was it stressed out? Do you look at it and you're just like, you like crinkle up your nose and you're like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want this to happen to you. So if today's podcast episode felt a little over your head or a little like it was too much, then take a step back, bookmark this episode, come back to it whenever you're ready. Or like I said, go back and listen to episode 115 and then come back to this episode. You need to bookmark both of them because they're very important to growing your email list. And I think that you can do incredible things whenever you focus on the right things with the right amount of energy at the right time. (sighs) Y'all, what an episode. Oh my goodness. So today's show notes crystalprofit.com slash episode 227. All the things we talked about will be there today, including a link to the previous episode about growing your email list with a podcast. I'm actually gonna link to an episode that I did with Erica Holmes about email marketing that I think you'll find helpful too. So go check that out. Go listen to it. I'm really excited about email marketing. It's one of my goals this year, which is why I wanted to talk about it. And I want you to feel better prepared with growing your email list with your podcast. So wherever you're listening to this show, make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on social media. Share it out on your Instagram stories or wherever you feel comfortable sharing podcast information. But I would love to see what you thought about today's episode. And I would love for you to reach out if you have questions about email marketing. Okay, I'm not the foremost expert in email marketing, but I know a thing or two. I know just enough to be dangerous. And I would love to help you grow your email list with your podcast. But that's all I have for you today. So as always, remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. 